everybody. Welcome back to Born of the Flow. This is episode number 183, and I'm your host, Maddie Membrino. Now, if you listened to the podcast last week, you probably heard that I sounded like absolute shit. Um, getting over my sickness, which is which is pretty nice. Uh, this past weekend, I was still pretty... I wasn't sick, but I was still stuffed up. Uh, my sinuses were all plugged up. It was hard to, you know, breathe. I was going to go mountain biking, uh, but I just didn't want to exert myself in the slightest bit because it was, it was hard enough to just breathe on my own with being all stuffed up and all that. So hopefully I can get out this weekend, uh, get some, get some nature, uh, some nature exposure. I've been cooped up behind a computer desk, looking at computer screens for far too long, you know, hammer at these projects, which is great, uh, doing, doing work, which is work. Uh, we'll keep it at that. Uh, but you know, just being outside is always super helpful for me. It's always great to uh, get outside, be outdoors, listen to the sounds, feel the wind blowing through your your hair, across your face, or whatever it might be. Just just listening to those, <clears throat> excuse me, sweet sounds of nature, uh, and being out and being outside. You know that's what's super important. Um, one of my good buddies actually. Um, <clears throat> the um, Andre's Andre's school was on spring break a couple last week or two weeks ago. He actually went to the Galapagos Islands. He did some scuba diving. Um, and he, he grabbed me some coffee to, uh, to try from, you know, Ecuadorian coffee, Galapagos Islands are off the coast of Ecuador. So he brought me back some Ecuadorian coffee and I'm excited to try that tomorrow morning. Um, by the time you're listening to this, I probably have already tried it. So give, give a review on that next week. Uh, but <clears throat> You know, I, I usually drink coffee as like a ritual. So, um, I go into the office Monday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, I love to sleep. So, you know, I wake up just in time to like, I don't know, shower, get dressed, pack my lunch and get out the door. So I usually don't have time to make, you know, proper pour over coffee, uh, on days that I go into the office. So I work from home Thursday, Friday. So I'm going to, I'm going to try this new coffee, uh, tomorrow for the first time. And I'm super stoked about it. And, uh, let, let's see, let's see how it tastes. So pretty, pretty stoked about that. Um, as you know, each week for the past few weeks, I've been trying a different beverage on the show. Um, I talked about Ourobora last week. They, they're an herbal sparkling water. I, I did a podcast with Paul from Ourobora. He was also on Shark Tank. Check it out. Uh, go check out Snacktopia episode seven with Ourobora. Also go check out Snacktopia episode eight, Off Limits with Emily from, um, I mean, sorry, <clears throat> Snacktopia episode eight with Emily from Off Limits. It's a cereal company. Uh, getting into the NFT space, uh, and then and then definitely go check out Snacktopia episode nine, Peak Moods, uh, with the founder Louie. Uh, it's a it's a British company that they're making a functional beverage that has a nootropic stack. So it's uh, it's a beverage that gives you more mental clarity, gives you higher cognitive function, uh, and has less crash than a cup of coffee. So it gives you that caffeine boost, the alpha, the alpha brainwave flow state. Uh, it gives you these, you know, these great thoughts and ideas that elevates your perception, all that, all those good things, you know, exactly, uh, what I want to do with space blasters. So hopefully we can, uh, we can make a partnership there and see how things can, can evolve, which would be awesome. But I would, I, so I would be drinking a peak moods right now because, 
that's the that's the podcast I just did with Snacktopia recently. I just dropped that on Tuesday. Uh, so yeah, make sure you go check that out. <clears throat> he's a he's an amazing dude. Uh, their mission is great. Their product is phenomenal. But I would be drinking one of those right now, except one I only have one left, so I need to savor it because it's it's a it's honestly a pain to get it into the U.S. because they're uh, an, a U.K. based company. Hopefully, we can find a way to make that a little bit easier. So if you guys want to go check out www.peakmoods.com, if you want to get some, let me know if we place like a massive order. Um, and we, they'll, they'll ship it to us if we place a massive order. So if you want, if you want some, let's, let's do it. Let's grab some. But again, I would be drinking that, but one, I only have one left. So I have to save it for when I really need it. And actually the other morning I drank one on the way to work because you know, I don't have time to do my ritual, my pour over the way that I like to create my, my craft coffee. I don't have time to do that in the morning. And honestly, my, my very good instant coffee brand called Cometeer, I'm, I was out of that. So I literally had no coffee. Like I had coffee to drink, but I wasn't going to make it. So I didn't have anything to drink. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to replace my morning coffee with a peak moods and woof was the day phenomenal driving into work everything was just like glowing a little bit more. I was more excited to go into, you know, the place I hate going. Um, and when I got to work, I just crushed work for like four or five hours straight, just absolutely hammered through things, got many things organized, got ahead on my work, all of those good things. And for the remainder of the day, I was just floating by in this great state of mind. And I was like, wow, this is phenomenal. This was kickstarted from a beverage that replaced my morning coffee. And now I also drank coffee throughout the day. So I can't say that this was the only thing that contributed to me feeling that way. But to start, I only had that peak moose to start the day and it was phenomenal. So make sure you go check out their website. Make sure you go check out that podcast. Um, make sure that you you try it out. If, if you want some, we can make a big order. But again, I will be trying that now, but I only have one left. Uh, and also has caffeine in it and it's late at night. So I don't want to drink caffeine. So I am going to bring back the Aura Bora that I mentioned a couple weeks ago. I am going to crack one of those opens. Again, it's it's herbal sparkling water. They they coin their water as weird water. Um, so I am trying the basil berry flavor right now. Flavored sparkling water with real basil extract. Um, their can says, from the land to your hand, meet Ourobora. Our sparkling waters are made with herbs, fruits, and flowers for earthly taste and heavenly feelings. These herbaceous hills bursting with fresh strawberries, I wear them as hats. So let's crack it open. So smelling it at first definitely smells like basil. So there is definitely that, that basil extract in there. I can definitely smell a little bit of strawberry in the background. Now to taste it. That is definitely weird water, but it's definitely very satisfying and refreshing. I also am severely thirsty right now. I haven't had a glass of water in like four or five hours, so I'm completely parched. Um, and, and, and this is actually, this is actually, actually quenching my thirst too, which is great. So the flavor's there. It is weird water. You have to be in the mood for it for sure. If you're not ready for it, if you just want a basic sparkling water, or if you want a fruity flavored sparkling water, though this is 
basil berry and there is the fruit note to it it does have that herbaceous taste to it it does have that basil coming through so if you're not ready for weird water uh don't go for it but if you are ready for weird water and you want to experience the weird water trend um absolutely for you again Ourobora, go check it out also go listen to the podcast i did with paul uh snacktopia episode seven Ourobora. um yeah so Let's get into one thing I listened to on a podcast this week was that Uber, who was out for the past, sorry, let me rephrase that. So Uber, who for the past decade was out to try and dissolve the yellow cab industry in New York City, has now, well, and and every city, every major city, uh, has now partnered with the yellow cabs in New York City to bring them on their platform. And now... Some users were a little bit upset being like, hey, I like Uber because the, you know, the cars I know are cleaner. I, uh, the people drive safer, blah, blah, blah. But what Uber is doing is they're just integrating an option. So if you want to choose a yellow cab, you can do so. Um, They say that it's going to be about the same price as a normal Uber. If that's the case, I don't really see the reason why people would want to choose a yellow cab instead of an Uber, maybe because it would get there faster. I'm unsure. But if the price is the same, I think that I would still choose to go in a private person's Uber instead of a yellow cab. Um, but what what this podcast also said was the, the cab owners or, or cab drivers uh, have to purchase what's called a medallion and and in order to be able to drive people around and to operate a taxi. And 10 years ago, uh, in 2011, I believe these, these medallions were going for upwards of $1.2 million. And now these drivers and these companies, these taxi companies would take out loans, obviously, because, you know, people don't have $1.2 million uh, right then and there to buy a medallion to be able to operate a taxi. But they know that the ROI is huge. They knew that, hey, history says that if I spend this much on a medallion, of course, it's going to take some time to get my money back. But because everyone drives a taxi, I'm going to get my money back eventually. Now, when Uber came onto the scene 10, 12, 13 years ago, in whatever, 2011, let's say, the demand for yellow taxi started to drop. So people were not seeing their ROIs as, as quickly as they were. And eventually it drove the price down of the medallion so much that recently, as recent as September 2021, these medallions were only going for $80,000. So now um, imagine 10 years ago, you paying for something that was $1.2 million <clears throat> because you thought that you'd be able to use that as a form of um, employment to be able to make this money back over time. And then one, <clears throat> you are no longer needed because this company comes onto the scene that absolutely squashes you and takes over all your customers because they can provide safer environments. They can provide faster times. They can provide cheaper rates, all these things that essentially drive you out of work. And then 12 years later, your medallion's absolutely worthless. So you took out this loan, you have to pay back all this money, but you didn't make money to pay it back. And now if you want to sell the medallion to try to recoup some of your losses, it's extremely low. But because Uber is partnering with Yellow Taxi in New York City again, well, not again, now that Uber is partnering with Yellow Taxi in New York City, I believe, and do not take any financial advice from me because I am not a financial, any person whatsoever, 
I think that the value of these medallions is going to start going up like extremely quickly. Once Uber gets on board, once Yellow Taxi gets on board on Uber, uh, these medallions are going to be worth a hell of a lot more. Again, it's going to drive the price up. Now, I don't know if you can take out, if you can like buy shares or equity or whatever the word might be in, in Yellow Cab medallions. But if you can, do your own research, but consider it because I think it's a possibility that those things are going to grow like crazy. Okay. I'm going to leave you with that. You know what it is. It's born on the floor. Remember to plug into what's around you. And I'll be dropping this every single Thursday. Woo!